All right, everybody, welcome back. Super fired up about this. We got something that uh, everybody in this podcast is ultra, um, ultra passionate about and ultra fired up about, and it's time sensitive. So uh, fired up that you guys are here to listen to it. Pat, welcome back. Return Potter. Um, Pat, how is everything going? You doing okay? Thanks for having me, Bill. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of funny because you know listening to podcasts in the past. Um, you know, specifically when I listen to Josh Parcells' podcast, College Football Country, he says, uh, you know, he, we're bringing a guest on, we're going to have a little fun, and uh, we're going to talk about some great things. And, you know, we did the pod on Monday, and, I mean, Josh was right. It was a lot of fun. Like, this is a lot of fun. It's 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 fun to get on here and talk about things that, you know, I call up my friends on a daily basis, and we talk about it, and now we're just hitting the record button. So, yeah, I'm doing good and happy to be back. Happy to have you back, and uh, to your credit, as you were saying the other day, you're a, season, you're, you're a rookie, came off as a seasoned vet, and what did you do? You went ahead and you pulled a seasoned vet move, you went to the pen, you said, let's warm up the right-hander, okay, and we're going to bring somebody in here for, uh, for another pod. So, Pat, please introduce us to Bryce and give us, uh, Bryce, tell us a little bit about what's going on. We've got, we got a third party here today. So, Pat, who hey, did guys. you bring on today? Yeah, so I... Brought on one of my best friends here, Bryce Chalkley, um, former Hokie golfer, and uh, you know, super passionate football, basketball, Olympic sport, Virginia Tech fan, and we're really excited to have him on here tonight to share his perspective and uh, give some good insight. So uh, take it away, my guy. Let's hear a little bit about yourself. Pat, thanks for the introduction, big man. Yeah, as you mentioned, former VT golf alum, graduated in 2015. Uh, currently coming at you live from Charlotte, North Carolina, 1100 South Apartment, the shared space common area. Yeah, <laughs> how we do it here. You know, the, the fiance kicks you out and says, hey, talk to your friend somewhere else. And this is what we have. But uh, <laughs> yeah, like I said, been living here in Charlotte, uh, better known as Lane Stadium South from the better part of 2004 to 2011. We're still working on getting that back, but I have some confidence. You know, we can still turn around this year. I'm feeling excited, but uh, ultimately just excited to, you know, banter with you guys. Let's get it going. So, uh, well, we were talking about this the other day. Uh, Pat, we had talked about, look, we're doing the Sons of Saturday thing. Maybe this will be a weekly thing. Maybe this will be a biweekly thing. And then it just kind of hit all of us. We were like, yo, Drive for 25 is going on. And I know what everybody's thinking when they click in here. It's like, oh, it's these dudes just, just wanting to talk about, you know, the school that they're super into. But I kind of want to talk about, you know, what is it? And I think there's a, mis, uh, a misconception on kind of the mentality around it and what it, what it really means. So first and foremost, Pat, I just wanted to give you the opportunity. Can you tell us a little bit about what it is? You're an ambassador for the Hokie Club. Tell us what it is and then tell us kind of the reception that you've been getting as you've been uh, telling other folks or trying to convince other folks to be a part of, uh, a part of this group. Yeah, so um, as far as the Drive for 25 started yesterday at noon, it runs for 2.5 days up until tomorrow, Friday the 27th uh, at midnight after the Duke game. And the initiative behind the Blitz for the Drive for 25 is to get 25,000 members of the Hokie Club. And the Hokie Club is the Virginia Tech Athletic Fund. Um, it is essentially, you know, the uh, governing body of Virginia Tech Athletics um, from the uh, fundraising side. And, um, you know, there's been a lot of stuff on social media. There's been stuff on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the like, 
uh, email blasts and whatnot. But really, uh, you know, just trying to max out and see how many, um, you know, or see as many as 25,000 Hokie Club members um, who are ready to, you know, make a pledge to, um, you know, this great organization that does so many things for Virginia Tech sports. So tell me a little bit about the reception that you've been getting from um, people that you've been reaching out to uh, to be a part of this group. So you're obviously an ambassador. You're reaching out to different folks and different alumni and uh, essentially trying to get them to uh, pledge $25 to become a part of the Hokie Club. Um, and what is the reception that you – well, first, what, are the, what is the benefit of joining the Hokie Club? Why would somebody join the Hokie Club? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll, I'll zoom out a little bit. Um, so I, I wanted to be an ambassador about this, uh, Drive 25, because, you know, they, they lowered the barrier to entry to only $25. So, you know, you get in, you're in the Hokie Club for a $25 donation From once a year. It used to be where $100 was the, was the minimum. Okay. Um, but now, you know, we're capturing a lot more people if, uh, if it's more, you know, financially viable for a lot of folks. Um, I want to be an ambassador because, you know, I know a ton of people who would, who can spare $25, um, but they need to be asked for their $25. So, um, you know, in that regard, joining the Hokie Club gives you the opportunity to, one, give back to your university that you've created so many memories from and, you know, would guarantee that between, you know, 33 and 66% of your, uh, your college, your favorite college memories probably had to do with something cool that the athletic, uh, department was overseeing. Um, you know, but in addition to giving back, you know, you have the opportunity, um, you know, to be a part of something greater than yourself. And also, uh, if you want to have benefits down the road, you know, if you want to have season tickets, if you want to buy tickets to road games, if you want to buy a single game, tickets for tech football, basketball, what have you, um, you know, you get a, it's a priority point system. Um, you build a profile. If you refer some folks, um, there are some benefits there as well, which is, um, don't want to get too far in the weeds here, but, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's an opportunity to really compete. And, um, you know, we, I mean, when you think about it in the ACC, um, we don't really have, a huge reputation of being a school that, you know, has the best donors for the athletic program. You look at a Clemson and they're light years ahead of us. Uh, I know UVA has a pretty solid backing as well. Um, ultimately, the reason I'm involved is because I want to be able to compete with Clemson. Um, I, I want a trophy in our trophy case, you know. Um, and if you're a Virginia Tech fan who cares even in the slightest, you should be wanting that too and you should you know be contributing to that even if it's just $25 the price of you know three and a half Bud Lights out in Washington DC so that was a little long-winded for you but uh yeah uh definitely something I'm passionate about so uh, before before me and Bryce kind of talk about what this means to us can you just kind of give us what is the what what is the pulse of the people that you're talking to so so you're uh, you're a Salesforce (laughs) guy you're talking to people all day trying to sell them cloud communications you know I'm sure you're great at your job, but you're obviously a lot more passionate about Virginia Tech athletics than you are about, you know, zip trunking and and short codes and back end systems. So, can you tell me a little bit about the uh, kind of the reception that you've had, or kind of the um, the the just how people feel when you call them and, and talk about this? What are the, what what do you what is your pushback? 
Yeah, and I'm realizing you asked this uh, earlier, but I gave you a long-winded answer. Here's a short-winded answer. When I talk to people about this, they usually say, well, what is it? Right. First of all, how do people not know what it is? Like, is mm-hmm. it an outreach problem? Is it a social media problem? Or did they not get on the listserv when they were students? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean by that? And then, okay, what does that entail? What does joining the hooky club entail? Um, well, you get to give back to your university. Um, or, you know, why, well, why would I want to donate to that? I already paid X, Y, Z money in tuition. Yeah. And she's like, well, it's a little different than that. We're not, <laughs> there's nothing to do with, you know, paying your professor's salary or, you know, different fees that make up your tuition. So, but the main, uh, qualm I've had has been the lack of awareness. People asking, what is that? What the heck is the drive for 25? What is the hockey club? And these are people who, have traveled up and down the coast to watch uh, tech football play. I've seen them at away games. I've seen them at neutral site games. And, you know, the fact that Hokie Club hasn't been blasted in their face, um, you know, is, is kind of concerning considering, mm-hmm. you know, most folks, um, you know, who are reached, most folks um, haven't heard about it. And you would think that if someone was asking them to dig in their pocket, they might actually do that. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of uh, what I've experienced here this week. But um, I also have to say that I'm in sales, but I definitely admire uh, folks who are in fundraising um, a hell of a lot more (laughs) because it's definitely tough. It's challenging. But uh, at the same time, it's rewarding, you know, when you uh, when you find those people who want to help you out and join your team. So so Bryce, this is this is a this is go ahead, Bryce. What do you got? Yeah, you know, you know, I know I'm the first time here, but you know, I'm sitting here taking it all in. I was kind of wanting to add my input to this, you know. But when you, when Pat asked me to to join you guys, you know, my, my immediately I was thinking Clemson. You know, that's that's the gold standard these days. And for me, I don't want to just watch Clemson go on to greatness and just you know kind of applaud them from afar and be like, oh man, that's great. We'll we'll never be there one day. You know, Billy, when you when we were first talking before this podcast got going, you said if you didn't have high expectations, you know, what are, what are we doing here, right? And uh, I was looking it up, and just as of two years ago, the average donor of Clemson was the exact same as Virginia Tech, the exact same. The difference was they had 20,000 more donors. I mean, when you walk around, I don't know if you're in D.C. or if I'm here in Charlotte, I don't sit and see Clemson fans all over the place, or do I think they're more passionate than, than us? I mean, you can't walk by a VT logo without shouting, go Hokies. Like, it's just natural. Yep. And it goes back to Pat's point. I don't think it's because they're a, a better fan base. Like, yes, I get they, they won a national championship last year, but these stats were from three years ago before they won their second national championship. Mm-hmm. I think it kind of all skews back to awareness. You know, I'm talking to my buddy, Josh Parcel, who runs a very successful podcast. I was asking him about the drive for 25. And he was like, I didn't even know that was going on. Like, that's not possible to me. Right. Somebody who's that in tune with social media has got that much going on. And he's like, oh, like, I, I didn't know. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll take a look at it. Thanks for reaching out. So I, I think that has a lot to do with it. And, and, and these, are the two, these are the two two to three angles that I really want to really address here. And this is not a I want to, uh, you, know, you know, poo-poo all over the way that we market something or get angry at people for not shoveling out their dollars. What I really want to address here is what exactly is, is the money that is funneled in from the Hokie Club doing, right? aside from the team performing well on the field, which is obviously what we all want to see. And also addressing the fact that, you know, 
the attitude around it. So let's let's attack what the difference is, and just I'll, I'll take this first. Um, obviously, being on the football team, it's it's awesome to run out to enter Sandman. It's awesome to see you know the environment that we produce with the amazing fans that we have, and the and the and the field, and the nutrition, and the staff that you surround us with. But to me, what's more important, and it, when I donate, the things that I think about are. You know, I'm, I'm a year removed from college. I'm a kid from Bergen County, New Jersey. I, I did a bunch of things that I could have never expected to do as an athlete. But, you know, I have an amazing job that, you know, I love. Uh, I was prepared to attack the world in a way that, you know, I would have had no way to do without the support of the academic support that I had or the leadership and guidance that I got from people that were assisting us in, in becoming a better person and the Rindys of the world and the Sarahs of the world and all of these different resources. And, you know, at the end of the day, it really comes down to taking advantage of those and maximizing those. And, and in my mind, if, if, if it's 10% of, of kids that take advantage of these resources and are able to be a better person for it, and, you know, there are obviously people that I played with that came from much worse situations than me and completely turned their lives around, credit to the uh, resources and the people that were available. And to me, that's what really matters, right, is winning's great, making a difference is great, but walking out with the Virginia Tech degree, walking out with the, uh, with the tools and the, and the knowledge that everybody has armed you with coming out is what makes those dollars worth it. And when you have those high-quality people that are being developed through all these different avenues, that is what drives winning, and that is what drives kids, 18-year-olds, 17-year-olds, and their parents wanting them to attend that university. So, Bryce, I just wanted to ask you, you know, being, you know, on the golf team, tell me a little bit about kind of things that you took advantage of to become a better person and prepare yourself for the professional world and, and uh, to enter post-college life. Yeah, absolutely. You know, being part of the golf team, it's obviously a little different. We're, we're a non-revenue generating sport, you know, hashtag all sports matter. I was joking with Pat on that one earlier, so I wanted to <laughs> throw that in there. Um, but, you know, not being a sport that they're not expected to, you know, operate in the black line, you know, we, we really need people to, to donate to, to fund our, our experiences, our, our tournaments, um, and all that comes with that. But, but from that aside, you know, we're, we're talking about how it makes a man better or a woman better, prepares them for, for life beyond college. Obviously, the sports aspect is why we're there, and that's, that's awesome. You know, those are things we'll, we'll always cherish. But for me, what was so huge I'm sitting there my senior year and I'm deciding between maybe graduating and being part-time or playing golf or um, staying in school and maybe finishing out my degree all at the same time. And I was really conflicted because I didn't know what I wanted to do. And it felt like a really big decision. But through the Hokie Club, I was able to stay a fifth year and they actually were able to match my scholarship that I had my senior year, which made it an extremely easy decision for me. I was able to stay in school, was able to practice golf, I was able to get my degrees in finance and accounting, and then I was able to go pursue my dream afterwards. Did it work out? Am I calling you from a PGA Tour event? No, it didn't, but that's okay. You know, it allowed me to, to step foot into the world I am in now and have the job that I have now, and it allows me the things I want to, I want to do in life, like support Virginia Tech Athletics. <laughs> And look, if if none of that strikes a chord with you, um, you know, if, if helping the Jimmys and the Joes and the Bryces and the Billies and all these guys, um, you know, that's fine. But what I, but what I want to pull back on and, and talk about here is, is Pat. You know, you love Virginia Tech. You grew up loving Virginia Tech, and you know. I think I guarantee if we went down your top ten memories of the four years or five years that you spent at Virginia Tech, 
athletics pay a huge part into that. And, you know, let's just go down that. I mean, what are some of y'all's favorite memories? Pat, what are your uh, favorite memories from the time you spent at Virginia Tech? <laughs> All right. I'll, uh, so I'll kick it off the bat. Actually, my first game as a student, uh, myself and a couple friends, uh, Josh Little and Connor Baker, we were uh, brand new to the college scene. We were about two weeks into our freshman year, and uh, we were excited freshmen, and the Hokies were playing Alabama. <laughs> in Atlanta, <laughs> yeah. In Atlanta at the Georgia Dome. Uh, Nick Saban, I think, who was the quarterback for Bama in 2013? I honestly don't know. It was Sims, McCarran. right? Blake Sims? Oh, McCarran. Oh, was it Sims? Yeah, no, uh, it was definitely McCarran because uh, I think McCarran was on that team for the kick six, which happened. I think, I think number yeah, one, was. two. Number 22 scored like three times that game. <laughs> so basically, let, let's uh, let's run it down. Um, we threw a pick six. Bama returned a punt on us and then returned a kick on us. We actually outgained them in yardage, uh, but we still lost 35-10. Um, actually, Trey Edmonds, that was his first career game. He had like an 80-plus-yard touchdown run. Uh, shout out number 14, Trey Edmonds. But, um, I mean, that was an awesome time. Hey Pat, number uh, number twenty two scored all three touchdowns you mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought? Who, Who would have thought? Was that was, was that CJ Mosley by chance? Was uh, it CJ Mosley? I'm not sure, but I, I know he was. scored. I know he scored them all. Well, fact, well, fact. <laughs> one of their all Americans. Yeah, you, you, but, you pick um, one. Yeah, but um, yeah. I mean, those guys who I went to that game with, um, they're still my best friends to this day. I lived with them my senior year. And, um, you know, that was a great way to kick off college, even though we lost. I mean, it was an awesome time to explore a new city and, Mm -hmm. you know, represent our team. Um, But, you know, if I run down the list, I think going up to Columbus and beating Ohio State uh, in the shoe. um, I know Bryce was there. Billy, I'm sure you were there. It was a uh, life-changing evening. It was just like I've never seen this type of victory you know, over a perennial power like Ohio State, especially on the road. Um, you know, one of the best nights ever. LeBron James was in the horseshoe that night. He watched the Hokies crush his hometown team, and it was just amazing. Um, but, you know, you talk about other experiences. Like, um, senior year, I was like, I, I can't wait to graduate, but uh, – not can't wait to graduate, but, uh, you know, love love watching Tech football, excited about Fuente, and uh, me and some buddies – you know, tried to go to every single game. I went to 13 of 14 games. That was uh, everything from Bristol to at Notre Dame. Uh, we went to Duke, and then we went to Carolina and Hurricane Matthew, which was just insane. Went up to Pittsburgh on a Thursday night. Uh, <laughs> Isaiah Ford made sweet touchdown grab that evening. Pat Narduzzi was complaining about pass interference all evening. And then, uh, you know, it winded up um, booking flights down to – Orlando, and then going to the uh, the Belk Bowl and making another comeback. So, I mean, that was just like an incredible fall, and there were so many great memories there. And then, like, I also think of um, think of other different memories, like when we made the NCAA tournament for the first time in ten plus years, and we had like an awesome presentation type uh celebration at castle mm-hmm. um watching the selection show i think of that i think every single one of my friends was at that because it was such an awesome moment you know we were back on the map for basketball um i think of the brad paisley concert before the ohio state game 
2015. You know, Brad Paisley played on Sunday night, came out in his West Virginia slash Virginia Tech jersey <laughs> cut down the middle. That was some awesome songs, even though he never included uh, the word Hokies in his song Country Nation, which I was still uh, a little salty about. But, uh, I mean, you know, just the fact that that happened on that weekend, and it happened because of our football program, you know. Um, so, hell, hell, we graduate in Lane Stadium. Like, come on. Like, mm-hmm. how how are your best memories in college not going to revolve around some awesome uh, experiences around the athletic facilities? 100%. Bryce, you were a little bit before our time. Uh Run down some of those <laughs> some of those memories some of those memories uh, that you had. So I remember back in like 2004. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not that old. <laughs> um, yeah. So I I was blessed to have uh, Tyrod Taylor as my quarterback my oh, freshman man. year. Um, oh man. Wow. And and you know the years we the it wasn't hey is our team going to play in Charlotte it was uh, are you going to go to the game in Charlotte even though you went yeah. last year. That was just kind of how that discussion went. And uh opportunity to go to main games, and we were like, hey, I was talking to my parents about it. My, my mom was like, oh, man, this would be a great birthday present for your dad. We'll get great seats, um, which he did on the 50-yard line, like seven rows up, which I was all jacked up about because it was going to be right behind the, the, the tech bench. I was like, man, I'm going to see these guys right up in front. Because at this time, you know, I'm kind of new to the school. I, like, know the players. But to me, they're kind of like celebrities. They're not real people even though, you know, we're in the same class together. So my, uh, my first, like, big tech football memory, it's just, like, ingrained in me. And I can't believe I remember this guy's name because it's cracking me up. FSU gets the ball first. You know, it's a big-time game. E.J. Manuel, Tyrod Taylor, uh, both big names. FSU goes up 3 nothing. I'm like, okay, like, that's good. They didn't score. Like, we're right there. We go three and out. Just like that, they got the ball back. I'm like, oh, man, like, I, I, I can't see that. I don't want to see this. I don't, I don't want to be here. And uh, EJ Manuel, I think it got some pressure on him. I, I have no clue. But he threw a ball that – I'm going to botch this. So, Pat, help me out here. Jerron – is it Govia Winslow? Jerron uh, Govea Winslow. Govea Winslow. And uh, remember his dad was in the NFL or was a coach or something. Um, but all the uh, – ESPN guys were like, oh, yeah, that's Gouveia's son. Gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, so he intercepts the ball, pick six to the house, Hokies go up 7-3, place erupts. My dad's trying to hug me, falls to the ground, doesn't lose his smile, still high-fiving all over the place. And we end up winning that game 44-33, to capping off 9-0 and in the ACC that year. I'm After out. we had the you know the the the, the tough start, we're not going to mention it because we're going to keep happy thoughts here. But we went on an eleven run stretch, didn't lose a game in the ACC there, and we're ACC champs. I think for the fourth time in seven years, it was awesome. It was such a great memory. But but like Pat said, you know my memories expand outside of that. Obviously, uh, basketball was special this year. Pat and I actually went to the Duke game together. My fiance surprised me with a plane ticket. Oh wow, um, mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. Pat Pat and I might have been holding hands by the end of it. <laughs> um, you know, things happen when you're nervous. Um, and then, you know, in, in the golf world, you know, I was really fortunate to, to be on some great teams. I had some great teammates, uh, Scott Vinson, I'm going to give him a shout out. He was, he was the first, first team all American at Virginia tech for golf. And we've had some great players. Um, and I remember us making regionals back in 2012. We were all so nervous. We had tech hadn't made regionals in 10 years and we really wanted to go to Los Angeles to play at Riviera because we wanted to hang out on the beach. <laughs> and 
And I remember, you know, we're watching everybody coming in and we made birdie after birdie after birdie. And we ended up making it by like two shots. It was like really tight between uh, us, Arkansas, and I want to say Memphis. I think we're the three schools. And we, we slipped in there and made it to the national championships. So, you know, like you guys said, I mean, I, yeah, I had some great times in college. There were some, some fun parties, you know, I, the, the whole the whole experience was wonderful. But at the end of the day, like the things I look back on are VT sporting events. I mean, that was it. That was the ultimate. And I, I still look forward to going to today. To tie this up, just a couple just a couple more that I'm sure I'll struck a struck a couple chords with y'all. Obviously, I mean, I got a list of buzz basketball here. Twenty sixteen UVA at home, seventy sixty eight, UVA at home, uh eighty to seventy eight, two overtimes, ball bounces on the rim a couple times. Um and then, you know, just uh friends that you have uh in different sports, right? Like uh you know, just uh checking up on them. I remember April seventh, twenty eighteen, women's lacrosse team, um, who had been, you know, all just being honest, historically not very good, and uh, beat number 18 Syracuse at home for their third. I believe it was three uh, wins against ranked opponents in overtime, in 15 to 14. I remember me, Isaiah, Terrell, CJ, Mike. We were all down there watching. That was awesome, just supporting our uh, classmates. And then, you know, what really kind of tied the bow for me was uh, this past December. Me, my parents, and uh, my girlfriend Sam. We all headed down to Atlantic City to watch Washington. Uh, play the basketball team, and it was just so cool being in Atlantic City, back home, you know, uh, almost you know, a thousand miles away from school, and uh, you see all these Hokies just out there supporting, and and, and that's kind of what I'm getting at here. Is you have, you know, college game day comes in, and everybody says, you know, Virginia Tech is unbelievable fans. You're walking to work, you pass somebody, you're watching, wearing a polo, and it's hey, go Hokies. And what I really want to strike here is just, you know, we have incredible fans, and I think that just it needs to be cool to give back to your university. It needs to be an, not an expectation, but like a, hey, not, like the ACC thing. Not, I hope we're going to Charlotte. When are we going to Charlotte? Not, uh, are you donating to the Hokie Club? When are you donating to the Hokie Club? It needs to be infectious. It needs to be just how the school operates. And, Pat, I remember you were telling us about, what is it, everybody gives 10 from uh, from, from, uh, from Clemson? Yeah. So, um, Clemson. If Tay. Ipsay, yeah. Clemson figured it out back in uh, Bryce Pills today, I think 1935 or 1933. Um, 1934, yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah, Ipte stands for I pay 10 a year. Visionary. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, they just knew what they were doing. Um, I pay 10 a year. You graduate Clemson, you give back $10 every year. Obviously, for some folks, that might be $10,000. That might be ten, uh, you know, $1,000 a year. But, um regardless like it's a participation thing and they figured it out really early and you know clearly Nipte uh has made quite the impact uh, on everyone over this 85 plus year history now Absolutely. when you think of Virginia Tech and you think of the Hokie Club you know you think of the years where the football team was most prominent 1995 to 2011 you know we were winning we were ripping 10 games a year uh, it was really the standard. And, you know, those were some years that we really could have captured a ton of people, like thousands and thousands of people, capture them, get them to pay 10 a year, get them to pay 20 a year, whatever. And, you know, um, Jim Weaver, our past athletic director, he did an awesome job as far as, you know, getting the best facilities and, um, you know, making great hires on the football field. Uh, but as far as like, you know, 
fundraising development was something that we kind of had lacked. Um, so, and, you know, you, you talk about other things, college game day, they talk about how we got such a passionate fan base. I mean, Michael Vick was here in 1999 and admissions to the university spiked astronomically. Um, and, you know, we need to realize that there is a direct correlation between the cool factor of the football team and, uh, you know, the cool factor of the university and donations that come in. Um, so with the drive for 25 and wrapping it all back with IPTE, um, you know, lowering it to $25 per entry can really, really, really spike a uh, participation bump here, which is ultimately what we're looking for. We're looking for 25,000 members. We're not looking for 10 people to donate $25,000. You know, it's really a participation thing. It's how do we make this cool? It's how do we say, you know, let's, let's get on board and support our guys because it's what every fan who, you know, likes knowing the score of the game if they're out and uh, can't watch the game. You know, it's for the, the folks who like following recruiting, um, you know, really just to be able to hit, hit it home that this is a participation thing more than anything and um, you know, that it should be a new norm. So let's run down some uh, some statistics here. You mentioned participation. I just wanted to kind of give you guys the state uh, state of the union here. Um, so this is this is the statistics from 2014, and um, you know I'm, it, it's just telling it how it is. So in 2014, um, this is according to uh, Hokie Sports from. Um, so these are statistics directly from Hokie Sports in participation from 2014, in accordance to living alumni. Uh, that give back to their school. Clemson was at 18%. Uh, and then there was an 8% drop-off until you got to second place at NC State at 10%. And then all the way, fourth from the bottom of the list was Virginia Tech with 10,158 um, living alumni giving back to the Athletic Foundation, which is 4%. And, you know, this is not necessarily, a, you know, our alumni is not doing a good enough job. I think it's on everybody. I think it's on everybody saying, hey, look, like, this is going on. Like, get involved, do a good job. Like, uh, you know, there are living, breathing examples of people that have benefited and turned, t- turned their life around or, or were able to become successful members of society due to the uh, things that they were given and the uh, resources that they were provided with at their universities. And, um, again, like we said, we just went on 15 minutes talking about the great memories associated with, with sports. And, you know, a lot of people don't want to admit it, but universities in the Division One world go as the athletic programs go. I think we can all agree with that, um, that that pays a huge, huge uh, portion into how everything goes there. So um, the positives, though, in terms of the drive for 25, we have uh, grown six to, up to 6 to 7% of living alumni that donate to the school. And uh, currently for the drive for 25, we are at 16,000. And we have added 6,000 in the last three years, which is tremendous growth. But, again, we just have to do a better job of um, increasing that number. And then I kind of want to go around the room here. Uh, we'll start with you, Bryce. What do you think we need to do a better job of to increase the excitement around this movement and increase the want to be a part of this, uh, a part of this movement? Yeah, absolutely. So just kind of thinking about the the bliss that we have going on right now, you know, I've, I've reached out to a few people uh, sharing Pat's message and talking to them just, you know, friend to friend. And a lot of things that I come kind of here back with was, was what was, what does this get me? You know, yeah. people are kind of looking for like, 
is this just what's this twenty five dollars going to? And obviously, you can go with this feel like it's toward the athletic program. It's allowed kids to take care of, they take advantage of opportunities they otherwise wouldn't have. You know, you know, kind of build up the the programs we have. You know, we're not asking people to be Boone Pickens. You know, not every school has that. You know, we're looking for a lot of people to donate a little, and that kind of adds up. Um, I think one thing that would be interesting, and you kind of see this with this blitz, just for like the top five, I think, ambassadors, is you're putting incentives out there. You know, if you were able to say, hey, you know, if you donate 25 bucks, you know, you could eventually get a sideline pass for a game or get tickets to a game. Or if you got 10 people to join, you could be on the field before the game or something like that. I think people really speak to incentives and they can see what their money is going towards. It could even be tours or like facilities. I know there's a ton of people that I went to school with that had never been inside any Virginia Tech athletic facility. And, like, I get that. They, they didn't play a sport there. Like, they're not going to be in the weight room consistently. But even seeing things like that could really open, to, open their eyes. Like, oh, wow, this is, like, this is where people's money go to. This is how we become better. This is how lives improve. I think that's one thing I, I would really like to see. Pat, you got anything in that, uh, in that realm? Yeah. Um, definitely want to add some feedback here. So, yeah, like for the ambassador uh, program for the Drive for 25, there are some incentives. Um, you know, you can get some sideline passes to um, to a football game. I think there's some courtside seats for a basketball game uh, for Mike Young and the boys. Um, shout out. Nice parking. <laughs> shout out. Uh, solid parking. We also got some uh, indoor club seats for football, too. Um which are all awesome. And I will be, you know, a hundred percent transparent. I'm not doing this because I want sideline passes for a football game. Is that cool? Yeah, it's really cool. Um, you know, I'm doing this because I think, I think I know a lot of people who probably aren't in the hockey club that should be because you know how much they care about tech athletics. Um, that being said, you know, I think, um, moving forward, like incentives are fantastic. I think people really are moved by that. And being able to seek out people like Bryce, like Billy, like myself, um, you know, if, if there's a way to motivate the three of us and, you know, for, for every one of us, there's 10 others out there. You just need to find them and seek them out. People are motivated by incentives. You just need to put it in front of them. Um, you know, Bryce was telling me earlier, he was like, hey, how awesome would it be if, you know, you get 10 people to sign up and that's what you get. Uh, you know, you can get a sideline pass for a football game. You know, not just we're going to give it to the top five people, but no, let's make this more than just the top five. I mean, there's, again, there's, what, 300, 400,000 living alumni, and, you know, you're only going to limit to five people. Well, that kind of, uh, you know, narrows the odds a little bit, especially when you got some folks on Twitter who have big followings and, you know, they can just take the cake there. But, um, you know, I think, I think, we definitely have an awesome start here. And I know a lot of people are working hard, um, you know, to promote it. And I think we have a lot to build off as well um, because, you know, once we get these, these people on board, it's only going to be a domino effect, but we just need those ambassadors to really um, have some awesome fire lit up under their butt to uh, get as many people involved as possible. And yeah, on the, on, sorry, sorry Billy, if you don't mind, like if I just kind of jump in, like, you know, by no means am I saying like we're doing a bad job. I think this has gone, this drive has been great. Like I was looking at the numbers, like I'm, I think it's been a great success. You know, we're just kind of 
thinking of ways, you know, how can we make this better or how can we raise up participation? But, you know, I have had plenty of people I've reached out to and they're like that. I know that love VT sports. Like that's how they plan their Saturday. That's how they plan their wedding. You know, who gets, they wouldn't get married in the fall because of it. And you reach out to them and you tell them about these things like, Oh, like don't really know much about this. Like, yeah, I'll definitely look at it. And next thing you know, like, they're, they're donating money. So, I mean, I, I think, you know, it's been a great job and it just kind of takes people like us or, you know, anybody just kind of reaching out and saying, hey, you know, look at this. I think you'd be interested in this, you know, and just kind of putting it in front of them. I completely agree. And it, you took the words right out of my mouth. What I wanted to say was, um, you know, I remember when we did Giving Day, right? And, and I didn't hear of Giving Day until literally somebody in our group chat put in, what are you guys doing for Giving Day? And, you know, the general, you know, reception and i'm sure pat you've gotten this a thousand times was oh that's cute you're giving back to school like that's cool like good for you that's a good that's a good thing you're doing you know what i mean like and you know that kind of kind of pissed me off for a lack of better terms and i just thought about it and i was like oh, I, I, I just can't think of all the people who have made such a profound impact and all of the people that have donated to the school before me and just all of the opportunity that was allotted to me again and um, and and there, it was a no-brainer. I was just like, I heard about it, I saw the link, and I was like, dude, absolutely no question. So I, I really think it's not a, you know, the fan base doesn't care, the fan base is stingy, the fan base is this or that. I think it's more so there needs to be a better job from the fan standpoint, the marketing department, and um, just everybody in general. Make this a make this a family thing, like a like a group thing, like like. You give back to Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech gave you so much. That's just what we do. We give back to the university. And, uh, you know, I, I have no doubt that if uh, more people knew about it, and I think more people are beginning to know about it, that um, they're going to be given back. And um, as we just wrap this up here, I wanted to go around and talk about some things that uh, cost more than $25 that we have definitely spent <laughs> our money on. So um, I'm just going to rattle these off here. I'm not sure if you guys have any, but um, we've heard about Juul in the news. It's out here. It's killing people, right? I'm sure some of you guys have graduated college and uh, bought some Juul pods. Uh, two two four-packs of mint Juul pods at $15.99 apiece. You're literally killing your lungs. <laughs> <laughs> You're literally killing your lungs for more money than it would cost you to join the Hokie Club. Four. River Mill Car Bombs at six fifty a piece. That costs less than joining the Hokie Club. Four <laughs> Sharkies Long Islands. Those cost less than uh, joining the Hokie, Hokie Club. Three rails at Tots. Now, that's probably not a one-tripper. You're probably not going to go to Tots and get three rails in one trip, but about one <laughs> and a quarter not. trips One and a quarter trips to Tots, you can get yourself into the court, uh, Hokie Club. Not sure if we've got any Hokie House people here. Three Orange Effects get you into the Hokie Club. And L. Rods Jumbo Texas, four of those get you in the Hokie Club. Uh, Pat, you got any twenty-five dollar, uh, you know, uh, examples here? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, let's talk about Uber. Like the okay. amount of, like, we spend money on Uber, like it's just a throwaway expense. Exactly. It's not real money. Oh, I have to, I have to get a ride there, so I have to take an Uber. You know. Um, let's talk about coffee and chewing gum if you gave up coffee for a month <laughs> i mean i know i know people who go to starbucks every day and pay uh, five bucks every day for their venti mocha mm-hmm. uh chino i don't even know yep. what it is <laughs> <laughs> Pat, you um, promised me you wouldn't make fun of me on this podcast 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, think of how many times you've just gone to Chipotle in the last month. Um, it's just like, and I'm not, I'm not telling anyone how to spend their money. Obviously, absolutely not. But um, we're just know, giving you examples. We're just we're giving just you talking. examples here. A hundred percent. Like, ever have a late fee on a credit card payment? Hopefully not, because you're financially stable. But uh, you know, if not, that, hit that, that up. happens. If not, Overdraft. hit that up. He'll help you out. Overdraft fees? Ever have an overdraft fee? I know I have. Um, you know, you get hit with like a twenty-five, thirty-five dollar bank charge, and you got to call your bank and say, "Hey, I'm sorry, this is the first time this ever happened." But uh, you know, can you please put that back in my account? But it's like because I know, have to join little, the Hokie Club. Exactly. You know, it's it's little things that add up um, that can really uh, <laughs> you can allocate it a little differently. You know, hundred percent. Couldn't agree more. Bryce, you got any $25? Uh, I feel like we've covered a lot of bases here. With the yeah, yeah, I got a pretty good one. So uh, New Ooh. York City do, does a um, a survey each year for all the first-year analysts. And one of the questions is, what would you be sp- willing to spend on avocado toast? Oh, no. <laughs> the average person said $9 on wow. avocado toast. I mean, th- three slices of avocado toast <laughs> could avocado. get you into the Hokie Club. What's an avocado, bro? Well, I, it's the green little thing. You know what I'm talking about, avocado. <laughs> I'm a big avocado $9. toast guy, though. I'm a big I'm avocado a toast guy. What, what do we put on our avocado yeah, got, toast, fellas? Little uh, red pepper yeah, flakes, <laughs> sunny side up egg. Well, it's uh, got to be homemade. It's got to be homemade. Yes. Well, I'm, yes. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm kind of a hater. I, I've never tried it. I, I put just peanut butter. That's all I got. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Just I don't butter. hate that. I hear that. But but, um, but another thing, you know, for the millennial listeners, cable. <laughs> cable. Cable costs like 90 bucks a month. You can go get Hulu TV, which has the ACC network, by the way, shameless plug, for like $48 a month. That's, that's, that's 40 bucks right there. You can sign up yourself for the Hokie Club and a friend. Bryce, this this might be a podcast by itself, but but I got to tell you, if you're still rocking with Directv, Comcast, or FiOS, I, I really question your your a your intelligence and b your financial stability. For, for there is there is a zero percent reason that you need to be spending that kind of money. The only and I mean the only gripe that there is over Hulu is you know if you're an avid you know Twitter watcher and watching the game at the same time you have a little like two to three second delay you may be on the timeline and it'd be like oh my god Trey Turner incredible catch and then you see it like three seconds later but you know what is that worth 50 bucks mm, probably not no. just so, put your notifications on silent you'll be good you'll be better anyways you'll be more you'll be more in tune 110 <laughs> percent Bryce you got any more I think I got a, a couple more good ones. And I was gonna, I was gonna reference here. organic almond butter. It's like eighteen bucks a jar. <laughs> like just like that's insane. Organic almond butter, like the little tiny little bottle, is eighteen dollars. People are buying that. They wouldn't put it in the store otherwise. Hundred <laughs> percent. Well, uh, two more I wanted to touch on before we move on here. Um, buying lunch. I mean, I buy Thanks lunch. So I'm much, guilty dude. of it. I buy lunch all the time. Oh, but. Think about how much money you spend out, out to dinner, out to lunch. Sometimes, you know, you might want to be generous with a tip. What if you save your generous tips? 25 bucks. And then uh, the last one here, sports gambling. People, people throw oh. around sports gambling money like it is nothing, like it's monopoly money. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, your teams don't win. 
post game, you're down, you know, 50 bucks and you're just like, why I do that? But it's just like, Oh no, that's in my, it's in my allocation. But it's like, we could, we could be doing so much more with that, you know? So hundred, hundred percent at the end of the day, here's what it comes down to. Love your school, be financially smart. And you know what? If you're not going to bring someone to the hockey club, or you're not going to join the hockey club yourself, just throw it a retweet, man. Because you know what? If someone sees it on the timeline, if I'm going to see it on the timeline, I'm more than likely going to be like, you know what? I love my school. Hey, here's here's 10 bucks, 15 bucks, 25 bucks. And you know what? If you get 10 or 15 Billy Ray Pat or Bryce's, we're going to be in a much better place. And then one day maybe we'll be uh, hoisting some trophies, building some nice things. You know, it's going to be great. And then you can tell your grandma, your your grandkids all about it. You know, so... That's what it gets. That's what it comes down to. Closing thoughts. Anybody have anything else? Problems, questions, qualms, quandaries? Anything they want to touch on before uh, we do our illustrious exit? Should we talk about uh, this game tomorrow night? And uh... I would love to touch. I would love. I would love to touch this. I would love to touch on this. Um, We've been kind of avoiding. Thinking, no, I was just processing the words coming out of your mouth. Um, is, this before, game, is this game before or after Henry Coleman commits to the Hokies? This is after. I think okay, it's after. after right? Sorry, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting confused with the timeline here. I think Henry this, Coleman's 3.30. You know, Henry Coleman's 3.30. keeping score at home. Okay, 3.30. Got a couple of hours. Kickoff is at 7.15? What time's kickoff at? I think, I, think, I think it's a 7 o'clock kick. So, uh, Pat will be there. Right, Pat yeah. will be there. Okay, heading Pat. down in the morning. Wouldn't miss it. Sporting his whites, I believe, too. Yeah, I got a. Uh, I think I'm gonna run into Alumni Hall before I go over to tailgate. Um, get a nice new white polo or pullover or whatever. Um, you know, whiteout. Don't love whiteout on a Friday night. I'm gonna be honest. I'm very intrigued to see how it goes. Um, I don't think we're gonna pull off the Penn State look, but hey, I've had, I've been pleasantly surprised before. I remember last year. We striped the stadium with the Notre Dame coming to town, and that looked a lot better than I thought it was going to look. So, I completely agree. And i got to say, I'm kind of mixed on the white thing. I didn't like the white during the day, but the white pops a lot more at night. And I think, uh, I think this year, to the kids' credit and the coaches' credit, they're doing, uh, they're doing a little bit more of, uh, you know, not your white with black uh, shoes and white socks. You know, we're getting, a little, we're getting a little cool, and I like cool. Cool is cool. Kids love cool. Donors love cool. So, you know, I think, uh, I think that's huge. Bryce, thoughts? About the game or the unis? I'm a big fan of the unis. Um, big fan of the I'm unis. Excited about, yeah, I'm, I, I think the kids are excited. Whatever gets the kids excited these days, I'm all for. You know, Not everybody has to be Alabama and wear the iconic crimson white. They have seven, 17 national championships. They don't need to promote cool, I guess. I don't know. But, uh, no, I'm excited. I, I, think, I think it's our time to turn, the pro, to turn the corner here. I'm expecting a big game. We're, we're healthy for the first time. You know, Friday night lights, I mean, what, what, what's the reason not to be excited? Um, I think we're going to see a lot out of Keyshawn King, and, uh, you know, hopefully we can put a beating on him. I'm excited. What is our expectation for Notre Dame versus the University of Virginia? Expectations? So, here. I don't know if you guys saw it. Do you all see the um, UVA bus or the UVA uh, football equipment van broke down on the side of the road again? I don't know uh, – What's Ooh. up with the transmission or the Notre engine? Dame? I don't know if did I say Notre Dame? The UVA, uh, 
UVA oh. football equipment truck okay. broke down. That's, uh, a bad twice, that's twice in less than a year. I was going to say this is not the first time this has happened. They got to they got to watch out going around those bends. Um, but <laughs> the bends up to South Bend, if you will, pardon the pun. But yeah. um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm I'll be pulling for the Golden Domers. I'm really excited to. Uh, to see how they bounce back versus uh, after losing down in Georgia last week, but um, also interesting to see if UVA bounces back after a lackluster performance uh, against Old Dominion. So we'll see, but uh, I think uh, Notre Dame's going to win and cover. Yeah, I think I think Notre Dame's got a great defense. I mean, we saw that on display in Athens, Georgia. I believe were you both live for that? I think you know oh, we talked about that last were week. We, we might, were we? We might have been. Were I, we live? I believe y'all were front row. I thought y'all. I believe y'all were in the hedges, if you will. But uh, betwixt, you know, betwixt, betwixt. I think I think Notre Dame just they're a smart, well coached defense. They're going to take Bryce Perkins' legs out of the game and. To me, they're just not much of a threat if he's not going for 60, 70 rushing yards. They make him one-dimensional. I think they win by two scores, and like Pat said, I think they cover. Okay. Fellas, this has been a blast. Um, obviously, you got a bunch of guys in here super passionate about Virginia Tech. Uh, thank you all for tuning in, um, and uh, we'll definitely do this again, uh, hopefully coming off of a solid win against Duke. And, uh, Bryce, I think you're 100% right. This is the week to turn the corner. Uh, first game of the uh, Jurakil. Shout out to uh, Don Jura Lee. Er, er, era here. Uh, making some minor tweaks. Coming in here. You know, adding some uh, different flavors here. You know, we'll see what's going on. So, I'm fired up. Guys, thank you so much for your time today. And we will be in touch. And we'll be bringing it back to you soon. Thanks All for right. the invite, boys. Good stuff. Good stuff. Bill, hope we get that closing music again. Did a great job last time. We'll cue it right now.